sat there and we had some praise and worships. And um, that's what they called it, praise and worships. I don't know. They just, that's how they called it. So um, we were having that and the Holy Spirit moved on our boys and our Bryant particular, our second child. And he was bawling and he was prophesying over everybody and everything. And it went on for like a long time, over two hours, seriously. And he would not stop. And finally, we, we didn't know who to call. We're like, what do we do? How do we turn him off? You know? I mean, seriously, it was just like, you know, because there's just that small amount of you. You know, there's only so many things you can prophesy. He would prophesy over our dog, you know, and said, you will not die. You will not die. And, and that week he ran the road and he almost got hit by a car. And he didn't. <laughs> and, um, and we ended up calling someone and, and saying, okay, this is what happened. Now, how do you turn him off, you know? And so, um, and so we just, I don't even know what happened. I think it just eventually kind of started calming down. And then he goes, boy, that was better than ice cream. So when CJ was saying, I excited not the word. I'm thinking, yeah, it's better than football. You know, I was trying to I was trying to help him. Like, what is it better than, you know? And it's so it's just so interesting because, you know, we can get we get excited for so many things. And that's good things, right? You know, that we get excited for. You know, we get excited. Now of course I say football. I'm not just picking on the guys, because I, I watch some too. You know, I watch some basketball. I'm not like in it like they are. They like go the extra ten miles. I just I enjoy a game here and there, but um, but you know when there's a good play, you're like, yay, that's good, you know, or or you get real excited, and especially with a house, you know, full of guys like we have, and the, I mean the house can just be rocking, you know. We had an earthquake, and afterwards our kids were celebrating because it was our first earthquake, you know, and it was like, yeah, you know, and I it's just, it's just interesting because, you know, and then we come to church and we can't get excited about anything, and we have Jesus who has done it all. Who has done it all and has paved the way. And if we go, woohoo, we think, oh no, I was out of order. I'm going to be rebuked. You know, it's like, it's okay to share your emotion. It's okay to be happy. And it's okay to, you know, be expressive. That's okay. Someone once, a long time ago, said, that's a bad thing. You're going to go to the police, the religious jail. And you know what? We just don't have one here at New Covenant, okay? And so. You know, if it gets above a certain decimal point, you know, maybe somebody will let you know or give you earplugs. I don't know. But I'm telling you, it's okay. And, and, and through, because CJ says it's okay, and I'm his wife, it's okay, all right? So everyone understands, it is okay. Um, I just want the ladies to start rethinking, I'm sure you have, just what God's done, you know, this weekend. And, um... And no rumors about me, okay, or any, you know, no, like, okay. But, um, um, and I know some of the things he's done in your heart is kind of, you're like, man, I don't want to share that because that's not, that's not public information, you know. And, and maybe a better way to share is, you know, he really broke the chains off certain areas in my life. And as a result, you know, does that make sense? And um, I want to have the leaders come up who helped me. Uh, with this thing because I was not like a, a lone leader at all and um, we had a group and ministering within the group was a safe place and God did not give everybody you know I know Shannon's yeah oh Shannon come on I know 
And Melody is probably in the crew. And Kaylin. No, she's in another church ministering. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, and it wasn't like, oh, God gave Lisa this thing. You know, I mean, he, I had an idea, you know, just like Peter had an idea. Hmm. Paula. She was in the hall. Joe, Joseph, go get Paula. Go find her. So I have great kids. They love their mommy. And um, anyways, it was just a time to come awaken and to hear God. And you think, oh, okay, I can stay at home and hear God. No, 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 no. Then you didn't understand what I said. I didn't say, hear God. Hear God. I said, hear God. Like, whoa, that was God. Okay. And as we come together as believers, the anointing is powerful. Because he didn't call us to be lone rangers and to stay by ourselves and go, I can hear God just fine. I don't need anybody else. That is the culture's mentality, and that is not a God culture mentality. He has called us to one another. He says that we are members of one another. And as we come together, and I'm telling you, I would be praying and thinking, oh, man, the Holy Spirit is so awesome. And people would come in, and it would just be like, like buckets and buckets more of that and so i'm just going to have them share just you know what stood out and what god did to you in the conference or what the conference is about or like tag your it you know just kind of what what's on your heart because i i know these ladies are full of good things praise the lord we had an incredible time um, and we are indeed privileged women and I believe that uh, we, we, one of the, my, my highlights, of course, was that we, we picked some stories from the Bible where, God, where Jesus elevated women, where he brought them uh, from broken to restored, redeemed, and healed, and lifted up. And we picked uh, six stories to tell. And uh, the Lord really downloaded on me the morning before the meeting. Uh, because my story was the woman with the alabaster jar or alabaster box that that was the town prostitute that came in among the Pharisees where Jesus was having a meal, and she poured out the expensive perfume on him and on his feet, and she, uh, with her tears, she cried over his feet and washed or wiped them with her hair. And that story just really, oh, my word, these stories just came out in our groups like never before. Everyone participated and added a part to the stories. But that morning when I was uh, going over that story in my mind, the Lord said, this weekend, you're going to break the box, the alabaster box in this meeting and, and pour out over Jesus. And that's what happened, wasn't it, ladies? That's what happened. We had a lot of worship. We had a lot of worship. And uh, we, would, we had a lot of fun, too. We had a lot of really fun times together and fellowship. But um, it, the sharing of the stories and, the, and who Jesus was to women and the privilege that it was for the women in the Bible to be a part of his life and the privilege that we have as women to, to be a part of his life. And to 
be able to come and just pour out ourselves in worship and love on him and feel his presence and and even pour out over each other. It was just an incredible experience. I have much great respect for these ladies that came and we, that we participated with. Just so much love was poured out on us and in our hearts for each other. And it was just incredible time. I think this whole weekend was ministry related <laughs> to each other, really. The whole thing. Uh, uh, it was you know, when we first put the sign-up sheet out in the lobby, I was concerned because I said, you know, the only people on here are, are older ladies. And I said, how do, we, how do we gather in? How do we get the younger ladies to come, too? Because we want all ladies to come. And God started giving ideas, and he started using people to gather in and telling one another and getting excited about it. And, wow, I'm telling you, from... Younger to older, we had a mixture of people here, a mixture of women, and I believe everyone got ministered to. Everyone got ministered to that was here. And I think the, the most beautiful part I saw last night was younger women speaking, listening to God and speaking what God is saying to each other. Praying for one another, ministering to one another. It didn't take anybody to ask anybody. We didn't have to ask anybody to pray for somebody. They were all praying for each other, and nobody held back. And I thought that was so awesome, really. It was, and God, I stepped back, and, I, and God said, I'm pleased with this. I'm pleased. And so I, I'm just so jazzed. <laughs> What's another word? I don't know. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that everybody, all the women got involved, and it was so fun. We painted nails. We hand gave foot massages. <laughs> we made silly hats, you know. And um, we, did, we did bonding things. God bonded us together spiritually, emotionally, as friends, as body of Christ. He bonded us together, and I love that. I love that, and I will never, ever, ever forget this birthday. My birthday was yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for making it the greatest ever. I really appreciate that. It was funny because didn't Marty rat you out on your birthday? <laughs> nice guy <laughs> I I think all the fellowship was awesome and um I'm not like a big fellowshipy kind of person and uh <laughs> is that a word fellowshipy <laughs> but it, you know that's it's that's what the word of god says you know don't forsake the gathering of yourself with one another and it's very important and and I really had a good time just getting to know everybody and uh, all the awesome gifts that everybody has. All the women, all the different women of all ages were just blowing me away all the time. The, some of the things that they could minister to another person. And it was it was a really good time in the Lord. And um, the story time was one of my favorite times, too. And I had the story of the woman who was caught in adultery. And I had I had a lot of the I had some of the older ladies in my group and I was like, 
nobody here has committed adultery, but, you know, and, but that's not what it was about. But I was like, so Lord, how can I relate this story? And it was really, it really came out very neat because, you know, we saw how you can be judgmental, not to be judgmental because Jesus, man, he just rocked the Pharisees world because he just ignored them when they came and they were like, condemner, condemner, condemner. And yeah, she should have been condemned and stoned, but that was not where Jesus was at. He came, it was all, you know, even with ourself. And so that was one of the highlights for me. It was really neat in the fellowship with the women. Um, I had such a great time. I really did. And uh, it really was not a women's conference, like a, like you think of a typical conference, really more like facilitators, I felt like. It really wasn't leadership heavy. We really were just the whole weekend working side by side, shoulder to shoulder with all, with everybody. And uh, it was tremendous to um, take all those those stories of uh, Jesus's encounters with women and to kind of lift them out and look at them side by side. And they're all so precious. And... Um, the word was really shared. The word wasn't just shared by one person because of the format that, that um, Lisa felt led to do. The word wasn't just shared by a couple of people. The whole group shared that responsibility of ministering the word to each other, and uh, it was tremendous. It stood out to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not, um, we were down at the tea party, <laughs> and... Uh, um, there was many moments of getting out of your comfort zone, but we had made these hats. I don't know whose idea the hats were, but we made these pipe cleaner and tissue paper hats. I wish I had loaded a picture from my phone of Jamie's hat, but I didn't. But uh, anyway, we were uh, sitting, we were down at the tea party with the fingernails painted and with all our hats on. And um, I was just sitting at the table, at a table, and I just kind of started mentally going around all of the tables and I could, I knew everybody's name, and um, that's to me that was a pretty awesome thing because that we can be kind of a stiff bunch sometimes, you know. And I thought I could go around and say everybody's name, and throughout the whole weekend you could feel those walls coming down, you know, and you could feel relationships really beginning. God birthed, you know, relationships beginning to build, and so I'm excited to know everybody's name. I want the ladies who would like to share to come up. Um, it was so awesome to see new giftings in this in these ladies, like, being brought forth. So someone has to be first. It's just the rule, you know. You just got to get out of that boat and step forward. Thank you. And so, um, you know, just the new giftings beginning to flow and come out and something people didn't know they had and it came out and it was it was so neat because we were so knitted there was just so much love for each other and one another it was just newness so much newness and um and i just appreciate you ladies you know who have something to come forth because it is it's you know we just real and we realize that the microphone doesn't bite you know we learned that this weekend and even if we're with the guys in here the microphone still doesn't bite okay i just want to tell you guys it's all right it's, it's not scary, okay? So you can come up. You can come up and share. And, oh, good, here's Paula. I'm going to let Paula share so the other ladies can get their nerve on. Good. Good. 
Well, good. Oh, is that why Joseph was saying no, because you wouldn't come in? No. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Well, this is our other leader, and I want her to share, and uh, Paula, about this weekend and what it meant to you. Okay, boy. Guys, that's a big ball you've got to catch. (laughs) We're going to be passing that ball, but it's a pretty big ball. I like what Candy said. She said the alabaster box was broken open. I didn't get my feathers, but I, we did get the alabaster box. <laughs> I was, I, God told me, he got, CJ, this is cool. I kept saying, God, God, I, you know, I want a feather so bad. And he goes, how about a wing? <laughs> so one of these days I'm going to get a wing. <laughs> but it was when you totally give it to God. And don't put yourself in any part of it. You totally release. God's going to be there. And he was. I see. I know lives were changed. I can see people right now. I'm looking at one whose life was totally changed. She is so beautiful. And I love her so much. She is great. She is awesome. But it was. This church is never going to be the same. Amen. 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 Thank you, Paul. All right. So I just, whoever's the more nervous, if they want to go first to get it over with, just come get the microphone from me because I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, things are different in here. As soon as we walked in, it was different. Yeah. We had some, we had some chains broken this weekend, for sure. Um, the thing that stuck out to me the most, and that God was really just uh, saying over and over, is, um, and it doesn't necessarily always apply to women, but to everyone, that we need to stop looking at ourselves. The way we see us. We need to look at ourselves the way he sees us. And when we have Christ in our heart, we're pure. And that is the way he sees us. We need to forgive ourselves and move forward in what he wants for our our lives. And uh, I just had an amazing time this weekend and stepped off the boat (laughs) a few times. And um, so my word is that I am totally stoked. (laughs) Well, I always like to come to women's conferences because of what I'm going to learn, but it does, well, to me, it was a conference. It was a gathering of women. Anyway, <laughs> the party. I'm, I'm better at conferences than parties, to tell you the truth. But <laughs> 
anyway, it, it does require that you step out of your comfort zone to even make a commitment to spend that much time out of your normal schedule for me. Anyway, um, one of the things, the, the one thing that happened for me um, yesterday, and I thank the Lord for it, is for a little less than a year now, probably longer than that, but I've been aware of it for a little less than a year. The Lord's been challenging me to quit being quiet, to to quit not offending people, to quit having a nice, quiet time of worship. No matter how wonderful I feel inside, I'll just worship really quietly, you know, and and to speak out and and, you know, over the months that he has been dealing with me about this, you know, I think, where where does that come from? You know, I was raised that children were seen and not heard. Women had their place in the home, and it was safer to just be quiet and not be seen. Well, <laughs> without any big falderall or anybody coming to pray for me or anything else, I, too, stepped out of the boat. I was exhausted. We did not get enough, a lot of sleep in my room at the hotel, but um, so exhausted is sometimes good because you have nothing to do but go with the flow. And um, so in my exhaustion, I decided to pick up one of the flags and wave it in hopes of if I sat, I'd fall asleep. If I moved, I might be able to hang out a little while longer. <laughs> But in that, the Lord just broke uh, broke that on me, and, and I was visiting with another young woman that was there, and we both were, were pleased that we could now say, Jesus! And not feel self-conscious about it. I know a lot of you guys remember me and know me. <laughs> I'm one of those quiet ones. <laughs> I used to be, anyway. But uh, I lost my daughter about eight years ago, and I've been struggling with a lot of bull in my life. And bull is the right word for that. Uh, one was my ex-husband, who was stubborn as a bull, would not leave me alone, did a lot of wrong stuff, wouldn't stay sober. So I struggled a lot. And there for a long time, I thought it was God wasn't hearing me. And uh, I tried. I thought I was trying my best to break through. And I even went to a Women of Faith conference a couple of years ago. That helped some. But you know what? I think the party is what did it for me. <laughs> Just bonding with my sisters, getting to know them, knowing what they've been through. And I would not call it chaos this morning. That was loving on Christ. And that's when it really... That's when he really restored me. Because I left early last night because I was tired. And I found out I missed out on a lot of stuff last night. Good stuff. 
And that's what I was looking for. But when I walked in here this morning, it was different. You ladies were awesome last night, apparently, cause, or we were over the weekend, because it was different in here. And when they started the worship music, I couldn't be quiet. I could not be quiet. I started speaking in my prayer language, and oh my God, it just came over me. And I'm still feeling it. (laughs) As you can tell, I'm still talking. (laughs) And oh my God, I just could not be quiet. I had to shout it more. We want more. Us women of Christ want more. We will never be the same. We will always want more. And, uh, oh, okay, I better quit. <laughs> Well, um, I was hoping the mic was going to go that way, but I guess not. Um, Anyway, for for me, it was, you know, Satan, I think, was really busy trying to keep this from happening for a lot of women. Um, I know uh, Leanne was talking about being tired, and I know I was doing the banner thing, trying to stay awake, too, because lack of sleep was overtaking. And um, it just, it was just all I could do to not want to go home and go to bed. Um, I think a lot of women felt like that at um, different points of time. But Lisa kept saying, you know, there's something, you got to stay, there's something, you got to stay. And um, then uh, later on, as uh, we started getting into, uh, getting to pray for everyone, what got to me was, um, I, I mean, when I felt, uh, God just hit me when they were praying for me and and this break that I've been trying to get off of me for a long time. And Cindy even had said that she felt it. And when she said that, I just imagined this, like, nuclear bomb or something that had just been dropped and it just exploded out from me. And And then it was just a wave that washed. And Lisa infectious laugh just started on me and I could not quit. I was laughing so hard. You want to talk about a party? Yeah, we partied. Uh, It was just, it was crazy and I would just be laughing and then all of a sudden I'd be really calm and I'd look over and she just barely brushed me and it would just hit me again and just this waves and waves of the Holy Spirit just laughing and being drunk in the Spirit. And I know what they mean by being drunk in the Spirit now. It's, it is fantastic. It is really fantastic. So, but that's, that was what was really special that I'm glad I stuck it out and Satan didn't win this time. And we were, we overcame. It was wonderful. I just want to to say um, God is so good and so merciful, and he gives us so many chances. Um, Just even getting to the conference was huge for me. I just felt like just constantly, do I go, do I not go? And it was just this huge struggle, and 
I'm just so glad that, that God did that. I mean, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> and I just want to agree with what some of the other ladies said. I, I just kept thinking this morning. I'm like, man, I'll, just, I'll never be the same. This is just, it was the most fun I've ever had. It was the most freeing. And one thing is, I thought I thought I was really tired last night, so I came on home and went on home. And I thought, you know, I kind of I feel like maybe I missed something. And I was kind of I was so happy because I'd received so much this weekend, but I felt like I just kind of missed something. And I thought I try not to be bummed out because I thought God, you did so many good things and. And I can kind of tend to be, like, religious, you know, you have to do everything. I'm a very, you know, everything has to be just in order and just right. And nail painting and making hats. I'm really sorry, but that is not God. (laughs) It was God. (laughs) It was so fun. I have never had so much fun. I felt like a teenager again. I was like, and I didn't get to enjoy being a teenager when I was a teenager. You know what I mean? It was like not not the same. So it was like I got to make friends, and I got to get my toenails painted. <laughs> and I know that sounds like you. If you don't, you know, if you weren't there, you would think that's that's not God. What did God? What does God care about? But when you realize that God does care about it, it's like brings you to a new place of wow. God, He cares about these things. And I was kind of bummed out, though. You know, he had done so many things, and and yet I thought, I kind of missed something. And when I came in this morning, I was like, he's still here, he's still here. <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, it was so good, but it was just, it was really great. This weekend really was amazing, and it's hard to put your finger on one thing. Um, just the fact that I'm standing up here is amazing because I'm terrified of public speaking, which is amazing because I talk all the time, but I can't do it in front of people. <laughs> um, but the thing I thought, if I could summarize it, is that um, there were so many women here from so many backgrounds, so many ages, and uh, we probably covered every basis that was it was there. It, we were there, and um, but everybody was seeking the Lord, and that bonded us in a way that was supernatural through the Spirit. It wasn't us. I mean, a lot of us we didn't know each other, but it was um, it was amazing and powerful. And when I first started coming, see, I started to talk because I just cry. Um, when I first came here. I was in so much pain, and I remember waking up that morning saying, God, I can't do this anymore. And he told me to get up and come to church here. And I'm like, God, that's going to be weird. I don't want to go to church because I'm just a two-parts weird neighbor. <laughs> and um, <laughs> with just so many problems. And um, God showed us so much love last night. And um, I just can't express to you, I mean, just years of hiding because I didn't want to talk to people because I was in too much pain. Because so many things have gone on the past decade. And um, but God just loved me through so many different people here last night. And they don't even know that that was such God in such a big way for me. So it was wonderful. So.
Um, after hearing all of these ladies talk, I just have to say that what I really love most about New Covenant Fellowship is that everyone is so different. Like, it's not a bunch of the same people, you know. We are so different in so many ways, and um, it's amazing how God has just brought us all together. Um, it was really hard for me to get to the conference this weekend. I had a babysitter um, cancel on me, and I was just determined. I'm like, okay, if I just get to go the first night, I'm good. I mean, and um, I got here, and um, we were doing, you know, we did praise and worship, and we did our small groups. And um, my biggest thing is praise and worship. Like, that's how I really um, talk to God. That's how God speaks to me is through praise and worship. And I just really, at first, I just really was not feeling it. I was like, okay, this is not cool. Like, this is boring. And, you know, I mean, that's how I was feeling at first. And it was just Satan. Satan was trying so hard to get to me through every little thing. And then, and God, I really just had to pray. I was like, God, please, you know, speak to me through this. Help me. And he said, you know what? This isn't why you're here. He said, I have something bigger for you. It isn't just about the praise and worship. That's your favorite thing. So I'm going to work on you through something else, or I'm going to work with you on something else. And, and, um, the first thing he told me was the power of my testimony and how, um, how I need to use that for his glory. And that there are so many people that I can reach that no one else can, because, um, I'm, I'm scared to get up and talk in front of people. And, um, the second thing he dealt with me, um, on was defeating fear that I really just need to, um, overcome that fear. And, um, and let's see. Um, oh, my spiritual gifts. That I just have so many spiritual gifts, and I'm keeping them all to myself. And that's so selfish because I can't help anyone. Um, when I was 14, he gave me the gift of prophecy. And he speaks to me all the time, but I'm just like, okay, I don't know if I need to say this to this person. And I'm kind of scared. Or um, he gave me a gift of singing. I can, I can sing okay and I love to but I'm just scared to get up in front of people you know and um many other gifts he's given me but he just really spoke to me about defeating fear and using my gifts to help others so I had to start by thanking Lisa because um every time she would announce the conference she talked about that so many times in American culture, we try to be independent and do it on our own, me and God. And I thought that on some levels I was connecting, but I was always holding back because of a fear of transparency. So I would let people have access to the strengths in me, but I wouldn't trust them to minister to my weaknesses because I was so afraid. And I love that this weekend I saw so many women who, just like me, we had our insecurities of thinking, what do I have to give to somebody else? And yet we stepped forward together and we had the love, the compassion, the safety and the grace to be able to step forward and learn how to say, okay, I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit use what he has put in me, I'm going to release that. And I'm going to trust that he'll do with it and he'll make of it something beautiful. And so I saw so many other people who were just like me who thought they had nothing to offer. And I was sitting there thinking, why did they? Why are they saying they have nothing to offer? Because they're the very people I admire and think they have everything to give. And, you know, and I just saw that each of us had a different strength and a different piece to give. 
and it was really fun. Um, I'm so thankful for her laughter because I can tend to be very serious and think too hard on things. And so her contagious laughter, um, I remember a couple times just getting caught, you know, when we were taking turns praying for people and I would just blurt something out because it was funny to me when I, when I thought of a, a a keyword, and I was like, that's hilarious. And so I just blurted out before I knew what I was saying, and I realized it was God was using that laughter to, to break our barriers and get us to say the things he needed the other person to hear and receive. And if we, when, when we have all our sleep and we have all our control and have all our perfect rules in place of how, well, you can do this and you can say this, but you're not allowed to say that because they might not believe you, even though you know it's true about the, you know, and we hold back the very thing that the other person needs from us because we're, we're trying to make sure we don't mess things up. And, and I just saw that there was so much grace for us to just release what we were seeing each other. And I saw some amazing women that bless me. So. Okay, now she's going to tell her her name is Melissa, but her name is Darling Girl. Okay? Okay. Okay, as Lisa said, my name is Melissa. This was my first. (laughs) This was my first conference ever, or party. And it was a party. I had a blast. The entire week before I got here, I kept thinking, I want something out of this weekend. God has not been able to break through to me at all for quite a while. And one of my favorite things was Shannon's game. She gave us cards with words that we wrote on them. And during this game, all we did was read the words on the cards and lay them down. There were several ones there that would, things that would hold you back. And then there were some blank ones. Several of the ones that I had was intimidation, fear, shame. And I kept thinking on that game the entire weekend, thinking, I came here for something. I want something to break through to me. And so I just kept thinking, all these cards, I'm laying them down. I'm laying them down. It was so hard to break through. But even if I didn't get very far Every step I took still got me through to something else. And the biggest thing that I saw in this place this weekend was the love of all the women here. Not many knew me before this, or not knew me very well. But I got to, get, I got to know a lot of the ladies here. And you just walk up to them and you can feel the love that each one of them has for you. Amen. Darling girl. She's God's darling girl. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Woohoo. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you a little story here. Um, How many know we had a very hot summer this last summer? How many of your gardens flourished? Okay. I, I see someone raising their hand here. A woman, I see someone over here. I can, you, you know, don't even, Joseph, raise your hand. Okay. Um, 
It's my son. Okay. Um, I know what my garden did. <laughs> um, you know, this summer was a hot, difficult summer, you know, for gardens, gardeners, you know, in general. And that's, you know, one of those things. And it took a lot of work to get those gardens going, to get them not just living. See, I would, I would water my garden and it would live, but it wasn't going to flourish. It's like I watered it and watered it and watered it, but I could only water enough to keep it green. I couldn't water it enough to keep fruit coming on there. And there's a few reasons why. Number one, I didn't have the time. Plain and simple. I had no time. I didn't have the time to give to that garden. Um, I had other things to do. Um, and my time was not necessary in that garden. I had a whole bunch going on. We had a young man going, moving out of the house and graduating and just blah, blah, blah. Like it's like excuse after excuse after excuse. Second thing is this is too hot out there. I just don't think that was a godly thing to be out in 115 degree weather. I mean, my goodness. I like, I like that kind of heat in the wintertime, but not in the summer, you know, and it's just, whoosh. so, you know, that was another thing. I was just like. It was so hot. Okay, just another excuse. And I do live in the country, so we have well water. But for a lot of people, the money, you know how much money it costs, you know, to get that garden and, and pay all that money, you know, for to getting that garden going? You know, that was huge. And Gina would bring to me, especially toward the end, cantaloupe after cantaloupe. After cantaloupe. I'm not talking about like these little tiny ones. I'm talking about like monster, awesome cantaloupe. And she just had these things coming and coming out of her garden. You know, and it's so easy. And I could go, oh, I wish I had a good garden like Gina. I really missed out this summer because it was too hot and I didn't want to pay the price. And I was too busy. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this, don't you? And I just want to encourage you guys. Some of you guys might be thinking, man, I really, I don't want to miss out on God. I mean, these, these my wives had a good testimony, and, and sure, he did it for them. You know, maybe some of your ladies like, oh, rats, I didn't go. I missed out. Rats. But I want to tell you something. This isn't the only thing that's coming. We're going to have more things coming and bringing it to the plate. And the only way... You're going to be able to flourish is to invest. Sometimes it's going to be money. Mostly it's going to be about your time. And sometimes you just be too, too dang uncomfortable. I don't like that person preaching. I don't know if that's, I don't want to make a hat. A hat? What are you talking about? I can't make hats. You know what I'm saying? There's just too many things. And go after God with your whole heart. If we stay and just stay put and we don't move and we just go, oh, you know, I'm just stuck in this thing and woe is me. I have such a hard life and, you know, I've got 1.2 children. And you just don't understand, Lisa, how hard life can be with two toddlers. You know? Oh, I hardly have any money, and, you know, I just can't do this. It's all this woe is me. Anything that says woe is me in your heart, that's what I'm talking about. And what we need to do is put that aside 
And we need to step out and say, you know what, I, want, I don't want to just be green anymore, God. I don't want to just be spiritually alive and I'm going to read my word and let me read my scripture. Jesus wept. Amen. Okay, see, I've been in the word, you know. Okay, I'm going to praise God. Let's turn on KLVV, you know. You know. Oh, that was a really beautiful song, you know. We need to invest our whole self. Our whole, we, get, we need to be vulnerable with one another. We need relationship with one another. Man, you need relationships with the guys. My goodness, you're not exempt. Thank you. You need the men. Because us women don't understand you half the time. <laughs> we love you. We're just like, what? Okay. I don't get that, honey, but it's okay. We love you because women, we, you know, we love our men. And um, you need guys, you need godly men in your life to say, okay, how do I step out of the boat now? How do I do this? You know, I don't want to just be green. I want to flourish. Step. Makes sense. But you can't do it just, just sitting and just saying, I'm fine. Oh, Jesus, I believe you. You already told me to come. Okay, I'm fine right here. Thank you very much. I don't need that water. You know, get out of the boat. 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 That's that's the message. That's the main thing. And so, Mr. Pastor Hubby. Pastor Hubby. I better grab this mic before she starts calling me all kinds of names. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's only at home. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right, well, let's stand up. And, and men, I want you to join with me. And we're going to pray the blessing of God over these ladies. And we just want to agree with God that he seals what he, what he started and did this weekend, okay? <clears throat> Father, thank you so much for allowing our wives, our sisters, to be blessed this weekend, to encounter your love and your awesomeness. And Lord, we just, we just pray that this won't be a beginning and an end, but a beginning. 